Hey you guys, Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, your host today for this Revving the Word. And I just want to say, happy Memorial Day. This is exciting. You know what's really cool about it? Memorial Day, that means summer is here. We are in the season. I pray that you are coming out into the outdoors, moving your feet and being blessed by these podcasts. Today we are going to do an endurance time together. So just go out and be present and breathe and let the word of God and this message renew your mind. Here's a really cool thing that we want to remind you about is that we have the Couch to 5K program available. Swipe up to learn more, a 10 week program. Uh, Really the good news is the program is just a program. It allows you to not have to think about what you're gonna do day to day to increase your cardiovascular ability and endurance to be on your feet. It's a couch to 5K and some of you, maybe you're not on the couch, but you haven't really thought about being mm, focused in how you move your body and this will do that for you. I know that God is gonna just meet people and change them from the inside out. So today's Memorial Day and you know what? Before you know it, Labor Day is gonna be here. And usually, every year you'll find some Labor Day 5Ks in your area. So who knows, maybe you'll purchase the program, start training and get yourself ready. And I know for us here in the ministry, and I can promise you on Labor Day, we will be doing some 5Ks. I'm gonna head out my door and run three miles with you on purpose for the purpose of breaking generational chains of physical and spiritual poverty, giving God thanks for what he is doing as he's renewing our mind as we move our bodies. It's a gift. This is some powerful stuff you guys are doing here. And let's go celebrate God all on purpose on that Labor Day. But for many, it's time to start training. So swipe up to learn more about the Couch to 5K program. All right, you guys, have a great time moving. Hey, partners, people on mission, our monthly donors, partners, thank you so much. I just can't say it enough. You make this possible. This, my team, all the things that are happening around here because you see it. You know what this is doing and how it can change lives. So thank you for being a investor here. Love you guys so much. Peace to you. Have a great day. Okay, getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Baby, this is what you came for. Everyone take a deep breath, inhale. Breathe through your nose and exhale. Do it again. Inhale, fill your belly with air. Exhale. This next time we take a big inhale, can you try and expand your belly and try not to lift your shoulders so high? Again, inhale, expand the belly. Exhale. Oh, that felt different, right? Okay. You're awake. You're alive. You're upright. What a gift. What a grace. Thank you, God. Tell you what, gratitude. (laughs) We learned in Mark 11, 24, that when we pray, we are to believe that we've received it and it will be given to us. Well, if something was already given to you, when you opened your mouth, what would you say? Thank you. Guys, I'm convinced. Gratitude, 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 thankful, thankful. And honestly, it means flip the glass over, look at it from another perspective. Half empty, half full. Half empty, right? I still got half. Grateful for what is. 
go. Because the greatest gift I can give you today is wellness in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Take some time to think about the things you're grateful for. Go ahead, do it now. Thank you, God. Thank you for the gift of perspective. Thank you for a new mind, a renewed mind, an ability to see into the unseen, that because we can't see it yet, God, that means it's good that we get to partner with you in faith. It'll come to pass. This is what you came for. God, today we bring you our offense. We bring you the things that rub against us about you, the misconceptions, misbeliefs that we have because of a world experience that has tried to rip us from your grips, God. But thank you that even then you have been sovereign, gracious good. We love you. Come in this time, God. Do a work that is deep, <laughs> that it would surpass anything else this world can give us. Just give us you here now. Give us you. Holy Spirit, give us you. Come. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's read John 11, one through five. Oh, we're gonna have a good day today. I'm so excited to teach you this. By the way, on a scale of one to 10, point to feel like you're a good six, seven. You're moving to that place where it's not comfortable to close your mouth and breathe. And then you can still take big breath through your nose. You are moving. <laughs> you get to move. Okay, here we go. John 11, verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with hair whose brother's Lazarus was ill. So the sister sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Verse 5, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. 
for six. Here we go, get ready. So, when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Increase your effort, guys, go. Whatever feels effortless in the effort, go. Ten seconds. Come on. Head up. Corners of your mouth up. You got it. Three, two, pull back into what feels like joy. Joy. Come on. A confidence in God. Joy. Confidence. Ready? 20 seconds. Go. Push just a bit. Come on. If you're walking, walk with a little more spice. Everyone is qualified for this. You got body, you got breath. Even if you're sitting in a chair and tapping your toes, do it with more intent. Pull back. So good. Okay. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Okay, everyone, let's get honest. We don't get it. <laughs> this confronts and offends us. It offends our understanding, our expectations of how God should show up and when he should show up and how he should show up. <laughs> Scripture says that Jesus loved Martha, loved her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard of this illness, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Everyone, let me ask you the question. Who's waiting on God here? Who's been waiting a long time? And let's, let's keep it in context. This man was dead. There was nothing. You know, dead is dead. No hope, nothing, over, curtains. For many of us, our situations, we call them dead before they're even dead. We, we throw up our hands and say, well, that's not gonna happen. We put definitive terms and definitions because we don't get it. We're offended, everyone, defense down. What if this is taking as long as it is because you are so loved by God. On a scale of one to 10, push towards an eight and hold it. Yeah, yeah. 
Come on. Nice. You have to, you cannot close your mouth to breathe comfortably. Now here's the cool thing. Jesus made a declaration that the illness will not lead in death. It will not lead to death. That's huge. Now I wonder, remember, a messenger was sent to Jesus saying, so Mary probably sent a messenger. Go tell Jesus, Lazarus is ill, go. Because it says the sister sent to him, meaning a messenger went and said, Lord, he whom you love is ill. And Jesus heard it and said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God. So the son of God may be glorified through it. How about that thing you're facing? That thing that seems dead, hopeless? Can we blow some life into it today? Can we breathe into it? With these words, it is for the glory of God. Everyone running, say it. It is for the glory of God. It is for the glory of God. Hands off the ark, everyone. If you've done all you can do, there's no more for you to do. It is for the glory of God. It rolls up now to the glory of God. That glory means it's going to point to God. It is going to be a signpost to God. It is going to be the weightiness of God, heaven on earth, and people will see it. Pull back. Come back towards a seven. Well done. Body scan. Check and breathe. That's good. Lower your shoulders. Widen your rib cage. That's good. Everyone, open your jaw. Unlock it a bit. Some of you are clenching your teeth. I know you are. Some of you are furrowing your brow, squeezing. You're holding tension. Body scan. Soften. Soften. Listen, we got some intense music today in many ways. This is an intense message. What? Why is this taking so long? The longer it takes, perhaps the bigger the love, and the glory of God. God knows you are his glory keeper. Jesus knew I could trust this one to Martha, Mary. I can trust it to them. They love me much and I love them much. I love them so much, I wanna give them more than their comfort. I wanna give them, I want them to taste and see the kingdom. Because in a couple days, they're going to watch their brother walk out of a tomb. And they're going to unbind him. Come on. You guys, we are faint-hearted people. <laughs> Too quickly met with comforts. 
This is for the glory of God. This is for the glory of God. Are you his glory keeper? Are you a big investor in the kingdom? Because the greater the investment, the longer the wait. <laughs> I got the wrinkles and the gray hair to prove it, y'all. <laughs> Been waiting. I'm waiting. Everyone, go to a nine. Hit it. I didn't tell you how long to go to a nine. I just said go. And some of you are already like, how much longer? How much longer? I don't care if you're slowing your pace, but you're keeping your hope. You're not condemning yourself or another. Open for business. Three, two. Recover, do whatever you want. You want to stand still? that notice if you feel like you have to keep moving uh -uh 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 -uh. we don't do that anymore come on open up soften let the king of kings and the lord of lords in he wants to glorify it now jesus loved martha and her sister and lazarus when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he declared, this will not end in death. And then he waited. He stayed two days longer. Come on. My question, how invested are you? And it's okay if you're like, I'm not really there, Lisa. Okay. How much are you willing to spend today? How much? He'll take your little and make much. He is not a respecter of measurements. What do you got? Give what you got. Some of you are so sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're putting all your chips on the table on this one. Like, this has to be it. The Lord is going to resurrect me. I've tried all the doctors. I've been to all the places. But I've never invited God in this way. I've never made room for the glory. I've never kept the glory. I've never burned that on the altar day after day. That God must really love me. Everyone think about that. How much does he love you? How much? Y'all? It's what Paul prayed for. That we would know the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the length of God's love for us. <laughs> it outmeasures the grains of sand on a seashore. Psalm 139. 
true. It should blow your mind. Which is why sometimes following God will blow our comfort zone open. It has to. Otherwise, you are God and He is not. Come on. What if this is how much he loves you? The waiting. The waiting. The waiting. Everyone, be a professional waiter. A waiter. Think about it. We go to a restaurant, and we have a waiter. We call them a waiter. Someone that comes and serves us. They are a waiter. And you're waiting. Serve. Serve. Dish it up. Put the gospel on the plate and dish it up. Give it to yourself first. Then give it to others. Be a waiter. Serve. It's true if you're stuck. If you're believing a lie, feeling hopeless, do something opposite. Give away what you don't think you have. Say what you can't even believe. Just say it. It's so violent. The enemy is trying to stifle you. Short sight you and rip you off. Still kill destroy. One trick pony. Everyone. Accelerate. Come on. 30 seconds. Go. Now you know how long. Go. Five seconds, four, three, two, pull back. Well done. Bigger breath. Wait, see, and believe. Let me ask you this. In spite of what you see, will you still believe? In spite of what you hear, will you still believe? Though it feels like you're dying, Will you still believe? Everything comes down to faith. We cannot serve two masters. Being a follower of Christ means you are an investor in Christ. We live in the state of wait and see. Wait and see. He loves you. 
wait and see. Now let me encourage you also. Yes, wait and see. But here's what we don't want to do. You ever tried to watch a pot boil? It takes too long. It's a distraction. Turn the pot on, put it on boil. Expect it to come to its moment. And you'll know, because you'll hear a little rattling. Didn't mean you stop paying, it doesn't mean you stop paying attention to it. It means you got to prepping and serving. If all we do is sit and hold vigil over our unanswered prayers, over the dead things, what are we doing? Hanging out and tending graves. We are glory keepers. Not grave tenders. Keep the glory. Get busy. Take your perspective and look at other things that are going right. What else? Y'all, that is a true one right there. There's tons of neuroscience behind the health and well-being of our mind. As we focus on what we do have. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. What did Martha and Mary have? I would hope, I would think this messenger came back and told Mary and Martha, here's what Jesus said. He said that the illness won't lead to death, that this is for the glory of God, so the Son of God may be glorified through it. Could you imagine? They heard that. They heard it. Now, we know that although they heard it, they had a hard time holding it. Because when eventually Jesus goes, we see that Mary falls into him and says, had you been here, he would have lived. She's still living in the past. She doesn't she doesn't go, I knew you'd come. I knew it. I told everyone you would come because you said, because you said. Yeah. Now, after four days, he goes. And when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary stayed which is crazy, which shows you they weren't there yet. Because usually Martha's the one who stays and tends the grave. <laughs> and Mary's the one that would run at the sound of his footsteps. But now, but see, God was doing a work. God was doing a work. Mary, she must have been so overwhelmed with grief. But Martha, rises up and goes and she does say lord if you had been here lazarus would not have died come on where are you doing this with the lord 
if you would only if God then if then <laughs> but I love that Martha says verse 22 but even now I know that whatever you ask from God God will give you this is Martha the busy one she's getting it she's held on to some seed here I know I know you can do this Woo! And then Jesus says, your brother will rise again. <laughs> In other words, I told you. I said it. I mean it. Everyone, go. Move your body at whatever level feels the most empowered by a resurrection spirit that lives inside of you. There are no have-tos. Throw off every sin that entangles. Unbind yourself. Come out of the grave. Jesus loves you because he knows how much you love him you will be under a wait and see order all the people of God it's a wait and see it's a wait and see what do you do in the waiting sir Get your head out of the grave. Look around. There's life all around you. Come on. Life all around you. This will not end in death. Don't we know that, everyone? Don't we know? For the believers, that a long-term investor, there really is nothing that we can lose to wipe us out. We've gained everything. We've lost our life to find our life. And although we may not get what we want, as we want it, when we want it, here's what you can count on. Because he loves you. This is all because he's giving you something greater. He's entrusting you Everything comes down to faith. Faith. What will we do in the waiting is the question. Will we wander into strange teachings, fill our minds with thoughts and information that take up space like an undigested piece of red meat that we were too in a hurry to chew? Chew on it, friends. Chew. Will we fill our souls with 
sugar and salt, desperately trying to feel relief in our waiting. Come on. Believing requires metabolizing. Believing requires digesting, swallowing, resting, moving, breathing, sweating, all of it. Come on. Take the time to taste the pain. Yes. Chew and swallow. Rest and digest. Wait and see. Y'all, we know the end of the story. Read Revelation. It's a crazy one, but it's a true one. We know where this is going. God is going to bring a new heaven, a new earth, and make all things new. Wipe away every tear. God, sweat, friends. We don't have to wait till then to live it now. I just want you to think about, this just hit me over the head. That these places in your life that seem immovable, they just don't change. They seem dry and dead. Here's the truth. I know, as a fitness trainer, someone who deals with the body in the physical realm, that those are very much traps, things that will tempt you to turn back or to hurry up and find some quick relief. I know that. So what if I can reframe it for you <laughs> in a way that you see as that you are chosen, you've been elected, appointed and anointed for that immovable thing. It is your mountain that by faith you declare will move. Mark 11, 24, when you pray, believe you receive it, it will be given to you. You will say to this mountain, move. Faith, faith. Y'all, we know the story. Jesus is coming back and when he does, will he find faith on the earth? Faith, faith, faith. Can we just sum up every Bible study you'll ever take, every sermon you'll ever listen to, every revving the word, every podcast, everything you do that compels you to grow in your relationship with God, to tend to your spiritual beingness, it has one root, faith. It's here to increase your faith. Faith. But see, here we are wanting facts we need some proof we need some evidence we need some hard data <laughs> come on smile laugh at yourself because I'm laughing at me come on so when the temptation shows up because you false you you run smack into that mountain again and it hasn't moved and you're dazed and confused because you've been waiting why God this is immovable when, 
how have I, how did I get myself into this situation, God? Here's what I, here's what I want to awaken in you right now. <laughs> I want to cast off of you a spirit of, well, this is just how it is. Suck it up and get through. Embrace the suck. <laughs> what? Come on. You're looking through the wrong lenses. People who look through shattered lenses live shattered lives. People who look through broken lenses live broken lives. Come on. So see it. See. And now, let me just pin context. For some of you, it's your marriage. Right, I think that's the enemy goes after marriage relationships. That's the core of why we're here. Relationship, not to make money, jobs, have a home. Those are ancillary, secondary. Our primary goal of life is relationship. First with God, then with others and ourselves. That's it, it's how the gospel gets about in the world. So when something happens, try and dash your hope for relationship. First thing we do, feel it. Feel it, feel it, feel it. That's why I ask you to breathe, everyone. Be an observer. My goodness, please. Do the be still and be loved. You guys, there's too much research in. You can't just keep running, moving, doing, and going and expect a new thing to happen. You can't. You gotta put the brake pedal on. You gotta assimilate. You have to metabolize. You have to rest a second. You have to observe yourself. See yourself, how you're showing up. Take inventory. Remember, God doesn't teach us with shame. He doesn't educate us with shame. He won't use shame. <laughs> but he will use revelation, observation. His observation always comes free, freely no shame because you cannot change what you do not know so observe it when you feel dashed hurt recognize it feel it hold and breathe hold and breathe before you go light a forest fire with your tongue hold and breathe wait and see See it, it's a trap. It's a trap. Listen, the enemy laid a trap. He laid a trap that Lazarus was dead. His death is the enemy's territory, right? But resurrection is God's. And even in death, God has overcome. Death belongs to him now for those who believe in Christ. So he sets a trap. And God goes, that's going to be for glory. That thing that's set up right there, that's going to be for glory. But we have to observe. We have to not enter into the trap, light a forest fire, or hurt people with our words or lack of words, our passivity, our folding our arms, our withholding. And we got to time out, take a break, rest, and remember what God sees. Remember what God has said. It will not line up with what you are hearing or what you are seeing, but this is where faith takes form. 
and strengthens and grabs a pair of legs and arms and muscle and it moves mountains. The very fact that you can't do it means it's empowered by the grace of God to show up, be a promise keeper, a glory keeper. And now here's what I want you to do. And then you'll be able to show up and you'll be able to be like, you know what? I, I'm here. I don't agree, but I love you. I'm going to breathe. I just believe and I love you. I understand. Yep. Or I hear you. I can empathize with you. I don't have to agree, but I'm not going anywhere. That's what faith does. Faith, faith doesn't go anywhere. Faith knows this is going to hurt for a long time, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> That's amazing. And if you have a hard time doing any of that, let's say you get it wrong. Let's say you light the forest fire. Let's say you, you just lost perspective and you feel like God is picking on you and you feel like he is not good. He is not sovereign. He is not powerful. He is not kind. And you'll feel that when you do acknowledge it. And then brother, sister, let me hear me. Listen, I want to grab you by the sweaty shirt collar and pull you in tight. I want you to hear me. Ask yourself. Ask the Spirit. Is there anything I need to change? Is there anything going on in my life that is not conducive to well-being of mind and body and soul and spirit? And you know what? Give it a second. You might hear something like, you're on your phone too much. You're a little distracted your emails and work or you need to go to bed earlier you're not getting good sleep you're not resting well there's more rest for you or how about your the food you're eating is is tastes good but it's not serving clarity of mind right you guys there's always something we can trace back into the natural for our failures in the supernatural there's always something it's always something right and don't see this condemnation this is wisdom for the people of god in spite of what you see will you believe in spite of what you hear will you believe though you die will you believe in jesus everything comes down to faith for the big investors of faith in the kingdom, there will be a big wait. Because God so loves you, He has counted you worthy of this. Believe, breathe and believe and you will see. You will see. Open your eyes and look around. Enter into the kingdom story today. Be a glory keeper. Thank you God for this time. We love you so much. Thank you for reframing our pain and our waiting. You love us, you love us. You must love us something big, God, something big. Take a deep breath, everyone exhale. And receive the love of God. There is more to this story than what you can see. Settle down, let him settle you with his love, quiet you with his singing, and wait and see. Love you guys. Have a great day. Be well. Be kind. Peace.